Hello, welcome to episode 149 of Ordinary to Extraordinary. Um, today I talked about decency, chivalry and etiquette. Got into etiquette in some different places in life and different situational um, places like relationships, golf course, gym, work, life in general and I think there's a lot that transfers over and can be applied in multiple different places. I also think chivalry might be lacking in a lot of places. I think it's an undervalued, underused piece of uh, tradition that is often overlooked and missing from society today. So I sound like my dad as I'm speaking about this but I'm alright with it. Um, so yeah, episode 149, would love you guys to rate, review, share, tell someone about this, um, interact with me on the social media, however you want to reach out. Here we go. Hello, welcome to another episode of Ordinary to Extraordinary. I'm your host, uh, Stephen Brown, Scottish guy. Used to do this with a guy called Ben, but he's not doing it anymore, at least not regularly. So, uh, episode, I believe it's 149. Um, I probably mentioned that in the intro, but I record the intros at the end, which is easier to do because then I can basically remember what I've talked about, most of the time at least. Um, so yeah, today we're going to talk about etiquette, decency and chivalry. Um, three things that seem to be somewhat, um, or life seems to be devoid of them recently. Um, and I'm going to give some examples. I'm going to talk through some places that etiquette's important and is often completely ignored. Um, but that being said, I want to talk about the genesis of this. Why I, I do this quite often, um, where I talk about why I had the thought, why I started uh, embracing the thought and diving into the the depths of my my mind and then writing some stuff stuff down that I can maybe bring up. So I'm at the gym this morning. Uh, it wasn't this morning, it was the other morning. Um, I was at the gym this morning, saw the same guy. Uh, he's at the gym a lot. He's uh, a regular, I would say, early in the morning. And he doesn't put his plates back where, where they're supposed to go. And he was next to me the other day. And he finished up, and I'm on the bench next to him, and he just ditched his stuff. Now, there's little pegs that you can put the peg put the plates on. So 45 pound plates, he drops them off of the barbell and puts them leaning against the pegs instead of on the pegs. Um, I've seen him do this a bunch of times, never really said anything, kind of shake my head usually once he's gone, I'll put them back. Um, I don't know if I was just feeling extra ornery the other day, but it pissed me off and I said, hey, and he turned around and was a bit startled and I didn't insult him at that point. And I said, those can go on the peg. And he kind of looked at me as if to say, well, who are you to tell me what to do? And I'm not proud of this, but I got the desired effect. And I said, listen, I know you've heard this before, but an extra two inches and nobody's disappointed. I've put them away before. Um, like I said, not proud of what I said, but it upset him to the point that he comes and he puts them back on, kind of glares at me, storms off. Um, it's just not okay what he did um, it literally would have taken no extra effort to put it 
on the peg versus leaning on the peg. Um, anybody that's ever been in a gym, you know the things I'm talking about. It's just attached to all the equipment. You take it off the barbell, you put it on. It's away as opposed to in the way. And I'm big on putting stuff away. So that was the kind of the genesis of this. I'm like, that. I mean, that's a basic gym etiquette thing. Put shit away where you where you found it or where it should be. Um, and that was kind of, I got to thinking about other places where I see a lack of etiquette. And some of it I'm willing to write off to not knowing if you're new to something, if you haven't done something before, if you've been brought into a world that maybe you don't spend much time in. It's okay not to know etiquette, but it's not okay to be a repeat offender and not not embrace what needs to be done in order to make other people around you comfortable and welcoming. So there's the genesis of why I wanted to talk about this. Um, I also realized as I'm, I spend a little bit of time on social media, obviously, and I see a lot of females complaining about men not being chivalrous anymore, and and that's that's a pet hate of mine. It really does bug me when when I see men treat women badly, um, and I'm sure it happens in other kinds of non-traditional relationships as well. So if anybody's offended or triggered by that, then that's your problem, not mine. But I'm going to focus on um, relationships between men and women just because it's stereotypical and sometimes I like stereotypes and embrace them. So, yeah, when I see men not open doors for women, not want to pick up the tab, not um, do nice things just because, you know, not expect to be the uh, the alpha, if you like, in a relationship, it, it kind of bugs me. Um, and it's, it's definitely dying. It's definitely something that, you know, I think is uh, slowly but surely eroding and going away from society um, to the point that even when I'm dating, I find women genuinely surprised when you open a car door or when you do something that, that it's a little thing, but it just seems to go a long way. In fact, even offering to pick a, a girl up Sometimes it's like, hey, do you want me to pick you up so you don't... And it blows people's minds. That, I don't know. It's just a... a it, it's a traditional thing, but it's not common anymore. Um, so, mum, dad, I'll give you guys the kudos there. I know you guys don't listen, but definitely I feel like I was raised right. So, um, all right. So, I wanted to sort of... This kind of... What am I trying to say? This is um this is indicative of so many different parts of our life, but essentially, the uh, the concept that I want to talk about here is leave people and things better than you found them, right? And we can do that with etiquette, with decency, and with chivalry, right? Um, so I'm going to start with the gym, and like I said, some some. Thoughts I have at the gym, and God, I, I make fun of people in my mind all the time. Like, in my mind, if my internal monologue at the gym played out loud, I don't think anybody would be able to lift, because I really do have some funny thoughts. And I share them with some of my friends at the gym and, and literally crack people up, or crack myself up at least. Um, so some, a few things that you can always do at the gym in terms of uh, etiquette. You always ask if somebody's using something. If someone's in the area and you want to use something and you're not quite sure, don't just assume. Ask. This happens a lot with me where essentially older men will be upset that 
I'm maybe five feet away from something supersetting and it's like hey I'm using that as well and I'm only going to be a few minutes so you can wait kind of thing so always ask um, put shit away I touched on that that should probably be number one like don't leave stuff at your ass and like I mean not just the gym that can be at home that can be at work that can be if you borrow something from from a friend just make sure it gets where it needs to be um, keep stuff where it's supposed to be don't be the person at the gym or anywhere else that goes and takes stuff from where it's supposed to be used to the most ridiculous place to use it it drives people bonkers and it makes you look like an ass clown um, be mindful of your surroundings um, you know they can be dangerous look around you know what's know where people are what they're doing give them a wide berth if you need to which often happens where you can see someone doing something unsafe you don't need to speak to them that's not your job you're not staff um, unless it's really dangerous and you have to step in but yeah just know your know your surroundings have a look around and, and be be courteous all around um, clean up after yourself I talked about that it's not hard to do if you make a mess if you're super sweaty if you smell all of these things you got to be aware of that stuff so just be be good be a good neighbor right um selfies i'm i'm guilty of taking selfies what i'm not guilty of is being obnoxious about it and doing it in front of everybody or um you know while i'm on equipment it tends to be something that i do kind of on the sly so don't not do it just don't be an arrogant clown when you're doing it um this is a big one for me there's a there's a lady and the guys at the gym make fun of me all the time. She's just in the way all the time. And she doesn't respect personal space. And that's huge. And that, again, this, this translates outside the gym. But for real in the gym, please, please, please respect people's personal space. That includes mirror space. So back and front, like, don't be in someone's plane as they're working. Um, you know... And use things for a reasonable amount of time. Don't hog one piece of equipment or one size of weight that there's not multiples of. Make sure that you're being courteous. I guess that's the, the easiest way to say it again. And then it's one thing to talk to people. It's another thing to sit on equipment and gibber at someone for 15, 20 minutes. Another thing in the dating world, I am terrified of speaking to females at the gym um i can approach anybody anywhere and start a conversation i will not and do not do it at the gym unless it's a natural time to do it i.e you're both reaching for the same thing you've banged into somebody they've said something to you or some other instance that you're supposed to talk to somebody um and don't be the douchebag at the gym that's hitting on women that's not the place to do it and I promise you them and everybody else at the gym is watching you thinking you're a muppet. So, there we go. There's some gym etiquette. Um, another place I see a lack of etiquette. And again, a lot of this transfers to, to life and can really be boiled down to leave shit better than you found it. Even if you didn't make the mess, clean the mess. If you didn't break it, still try and fix it. Try and make it better for the person that comes after you, right? Um... So on the golf course, it's it's little things like don't be a slow player. We're not on the PGA Tour. Go through a routine, get a routine, but be quick. Play ready golf. 
you know, honours doesn't matter, especially with the new rules. If this doesn't make sense to you, if you're not a golfer, essentially it's when you get to your ball, don't try and line the shot up for 20 minutes and then hit it. Just pick your shot out, pick your club out, go through it in your mind, go through your routine, but you really shouldn't be longer than, from when you get to your ball to hitting it, you shouldn't be longer than a minute to a minute and a half. Um, temper. Don't be the person at a golf club or anywhere else that when things don't go your way, you yell obscenities. And It's fun every now and again. It really is. I play with some people, and when they lose their temper, it's hilarious. But it can't be the norm. It has to be the exception. Like most things in life, when we get to the extremes, make it the exception as opposed to what you do all the time. Um, respect the time. So tee off time is at a certain time. Don't be five minutes late. Show up ready to play, be there early. Again, things that translate to life and work and relationships and everything else. Show up early, ready to go, um, and be respectful of other people's time. Because when you're that guy that's late all the time or that girl that's late all the time, you get that reputation. It really does make me want to not hang out with people when when they're not, um, when, they're, when they're tardy all the time. Um, I talked about making things better. Repair the ground you play on. Put divots back, things like that. Um, you know, if you're on a tee box and you take a big old divot, make sure you replace it. You've got sand and carts and all this stuff. And again, this translates to life. If you're going to mess things up, at least try and put them back together when you're done. Um, you know, um, I'm trying to think of other golf etiquette. Um, oh, look your best. Show up. You don't need to dress in red and black like Tiger Woods, but you certainly shouldn't have cargo shorts on, multiple pockets and all the rest of it. Don't wear jeans, don't wear tank tops. Wear a collared shirt, a pair of pants or a pair of shorts that don't look like you just found them in the dirty laundry pile, and a pair of golf shoes, all right? I know it's not too much to ask. You wouldn't show up to work in an appropriate attire. You wouldn't show up to the gym to work out in jeans. You wouldn't. Um, go to a wedding and not wear a suit I'm saying that but I have been to weddings here in uh, the US where people do think that's appropriate but dress dress like a golfer like it's not hard to do it's not expensive to do either cargo shorts are a no-no especially in fact all the time not just in golf all the time nobody needs that many pockets don't be an asshole <laughs> I hope that made some of you laugh but I do stand by it cargo shorts are terrible don't wear them don't buy them Let's make them go away. Um, again, something else that translates from the golf course to life. Turn off your damn phone. Put it on silent. Make it so that you're not checking it all the time. Don't be on it at the inappropriate times. Shut the hell up. Disengage for a minute and be present where you're at. Okay. Ben and I used to talk about cell phones all the time and how they're just a thief of joy. You should be able to disconnect. Doesn't matter about wife and kids. Doesn't matter about what's going on at work. If you've committed to playing golf or you've committed to being somewhere with someone, doesn't need to be on the golf course. Disconnect unless it's an emergency, unless there's something going. And just remember, you make emergencies out of things that often aren't emergencies. Switch the damn thing off or put it on silent, put it in your pocket and ignore it. Same goes for watches. Just because your phone isn't there, if you're checking your watch all the time and looking at messages, that's bad. My friend Adrian, I hope you listen to this. If you're not, I'm sure someone will tell you, you're the worst for this. You're on your damn phone constantly, always. Get the fuck off of it. 
spend time with the people that you're with, embrace where you're at, and live actual life as opposed to social media life. Um, yeah, not sure if there's, yeah, there's there's lots of little etiquette things with golf, you know, pick, fixing pitch marks on the green, putting the flag back in the hole when you're done, driving carts in certain places and not others, you know, if you're walking and you're playing slower, let people play through, things like that. But all of these things are just courtesy, common courtesies. So chivalry, decency, the things that we're talking about here. Um, yeah. All right, moving on to something that I like to talk about. And I guess taking relationship advice from a guy who's single at 40 might not be the best best thing to do. But I always turn that round on people when they, when they make that point. And I say, well, actually, maybe you should take relationship advice from me because you're fucking miserable. Excuse my language. Um, and I'm not in a relationship through choice. And when I have been in relationships, I've been really happy until I'm not. And I walk away and I make things better, hopefully for the next time. So like, it, it sounds kind of like an oxymoron, but sometimes I think the best relationship advice comes from people that have embraced being single and being happy alone. Um, that might be a topic I'd love to have somebody on to talk about down the line. Um, but I do believe that it's it's essential that you can be happy on your own before you can be happy as a as a couple. And I know I've triggered some people by saying that and everybody thinks that the relationship is perfect. But when you really dig down deep inside, it's usually not. And you're usually masking a lot of things. But there's a lot of etiquette within relationships as well. Um, I think the number one thing you've got to do is learn about your partner. And that's every day, every week constantly forever and ever and ever just because you knew what they liked before doesn't mean you know what they like going forward just because you think you know what someone wants or needs doesn't mean that you're truly able to ascertain what they need in that moment so always be learning something that i think is essential in relationships um acknowledge each other so if we talk about love languages words of affirmation are um important um so you know if you're not acknowledging and appreciating each other verbally or in some other way whether it's an act of kindness or you know just that acknowledgement goes so far i think more so from male to female acknowledging and, and aff affirming how great people are um, that tends to be more of a, a female trait than a male trait needing that but i also know a lot of males that need to be told hey, you're doing a good job and you're on the right track kind of thing. Um, on that, acknowledging and appreciating someone isn't a project. Like if you're in a relationship and you feel like someone's treating you as a project, get the hell out of it. I think that's a negative situation. Again, probably would love to chat with someone on relationships about that. Maybe someone that does it for a living, counselling or whatever. That might be something to do down the line. Um, communication, all right? Just communicate everything and by that i mean everything when you're upset when you're happy when you're kind of just so so you know it's okay for you to say to somebody hey i'm not enjoying this situation but i'm here to support you that doesn't make you a bad person what you don't do is say hey this effing sucks and i don't want to be here and i can't believe you're dragging me here 
You're saying the same thing, but you're saying things in a more supportive way and in a different way. So communication is so important. Communicate everything. Communicate it early. Communicate it often. Um, and make sure you're heard. So communication is so important. And it's I look at it as an etiquette piece when it comes to relationships because so many people don't communicate what they're feeling, why they're feeling it, and how they're feeling it. Or how someone's making them feel. Um, so... Look at, I guess this is an etiquette thing, 50-50. You're in a relationship 50-50, right? And that doesn't mean that you're always 50% and they're always 50%. Sometimes you're going to be 80% into something and they're going to be 20% into something. But essentially, everything has to add up to 100%. And it's a team effort when you're doing things, all right? So don't um, manage your differences, but don't turn them into a hindrance to the couple, to the to the whole. Don't use your differences against each other. Embrace them and learn where you need to be 60, 70, 80% or something versus somebody's 20%, all right? And it sounds kind of sounds uh, cliche, but it can be as simple as someone hates loading up the dishwasher. That may be your thing that you do every time. And maybe... They do it once in every while. But embrace it and see each other as a team. And 50-50 is appropriate when someone has 50% to give or can give 50% input. At other times, you have to absorb the difference knowing that they're going to do that for you down the line. Again, I think this is good advice in relationships. Um, Maybe it's not. Maybe it's the reason I'm single, but it's also why I'm not willing to settle and I think a lot of people aren't doing these things within relationships. Little etiquette things that that can make it better. Um, Maintain mutual respect as well. Um, I think if you feel like your partner is doing something that you don't like, that you can't get behind, this kind of goes back to the communication piece, but you've got to respect them, right? And you've got to respect the reasons. So just because you don't like it, doesn't mean they shouldn't do it but you should certainly have a discussion around it and you should respect the reasoning behind it and if you don't like it still then maybe it's time to have a bigger discussion about walking away or who's going to concede here are you going to do it or am I going to walk away kind of thing and not in an ultimatum way but you definitely have to respect each other and then growth I think growth together as a couple um, is if you do all of those things we just talked about, um, and I can't even remember what they all were, um, but you're going to grow together. You're going to grow together and constantly be evolving as a couple, whether you're married or not married. or um, Whatever you do, you're going to be growing and growing together as a, as a group, as a whole. So, yeah. So that's, that's three things. You know, gym, golf, relationships and I think there's a lot of metaphors within all three of those those things that can then be applied to life that can make just everything around you better make the people around you happier make the environments that you're operating within cleaner healthier more productive all right if we all come into things looking at how can I do something to make this better than I found it Alright, so I'm recording in a room here, it's a shared space. When I came in, it wasn't the tidiest. It's tidy now, 
because one I can't work in a pig style I don't like it I don't resent having to clean it up but I know that the people coming in after me whether they realize I did it or not they're going to be happy that this room is clean and it's just one of the it's called the cozy room it's in in my co-working space um it wasn't in great shape when I came in now it's exactly how people should be finding it once I clear my equipment off the desk obviously so those little things if we always come into it how can I leave this person better than I found them how can I leave this place better than I found it how can I make this thing at least to the standard I found it or better that just seems to me like it's a no-brainer and it's all tied into ec- uh, sorry etiquette chivalry and decency just be decent all right and common sense isn't so common these days but a little common sense and it's not hard to figure out what might be etiquette and if you're not sure guess what it's okay to ask um so yeah there's also a few places that etiquette's subjective this is something that i developed this thought here just before i started recording so i haven't really made notes on it i did jot it down i said places that etiquette can be subjective and i've got comedy all right so just because a joke is appropriate in one group doesn't mean it's appropriate in another group all right and i'm going to go a different way with that as well just because you're offended by a joke doesn't mean that it's inappropriate it may be inappropriate to you it's not inappropriate to everybody in the group and if it is it's still okay that the person told the joke but maybe without attacking them and abusing them let them know that you didn't appreciate it and you don't know that anybody else appreciated it and maybe this isn't the audience for it that being said professional comedy i will go to my grave saying that we have to defend this there is no protected class when it comes to comedy comedy often is about making fun of groups actions um collective thought all of this stuff so when we get upset for instance right now everybody's upset with um dave uh chapelle there is no protected class whether they're gay trans black white um male female i don't believe in protected classes in comedy you can be funny about people without being um in any way discriminatory and without being prejudiced what you say in comedy needs to be taken for what they are in stereotypes so on so forth so comedy can often be subjectively um you can apply etiquette and decency in in different ways but on both sides there has to be a subjectivity applied and nothing's off limits as far as i'm concerned you can always find comedy in almost any situation i know that's triggered some people i know some people are going to be disappointed in what i just said and maybe even disagree but happy to have a chat with you happy to explain my thinking in a little more more depth another place that uh at least etiquette decency and chivalry should always be on the on the menu but at least from an etiquette standpoint people's homes everybody's etiquette's different it can be as simple as when you show up you notice nobody's got shoes on you take your shoes off or at least ask hey do you want me to take my shoes off i, I noticed that you've got the the uh this the shoe cubby holes here for everybody um it can be you know do you want me to sit here or here you know 
is this room off limits which bathroom would you like me to use all of these things so etiquette is subjective there the other place that it's it's um somewhat subjective and different is bars and i've been in a lot of bars all the way around the world and i'll tell you going into a bar in washington state is different from going into a bar in idaho going into a bar in either of those two places is different from going into a bar in chicago going into a bar in the u.s is a hell of a lot different from going into a bar or a restaurant in Scotland. And we have different expectations based on where we were raised, how we did things, and what, what we've done in the past. I think it's often okay to ask people, like, hey, is this okay here? Do I go to the bar? Do I sit down? Do you do table service? Um, you know, but there's, a, there's also things within the bar and restaurant industry that are non-negotiable from an etiquette and decency standpoint. Um should always tip, especially in the US. It's expected. Whether you agree with that or not, I don't care. As far as I'm concerned, you tip a minimum of 20% and it should be more than that if you've gotten good service. You do not, under any circumstances, go on um, Yelp or Google or Facebook and abuse a place. You try and fix things with the owners, managers, whatever, first. And it's okay to boycott. Not cancel, but boycott. And by boycott, I mean you can say I will never go back there. It doesn't mean you have to tell everybody online that you had a bad experience because Janet that was serving you had a bad day. All right, we all have bad days. We've all done a shitty job for people over time. And it's okay for somebody else to do it. You can make a decision not to go there, not to be a patron anymore. You do not need to be going on the friggin' online platforms and abusing them all right these are my opinions obviously i would love to have somebody to chat with us about i just couldn't get a guest this week we'll be back to guests next week especially since next week's going to be the 150th episode um but yeah i'd love some feedback on this etiquette decency and just common chivalry why are, why are they so rare why do we see them misapplied and applied in the different and wrong places so often just something i've been thinking on so that was episode 149 i hope you guys are able to share rate review do what you got to do and until the next time be good to yourselves and to each other